Welcome to the Great Gobson Podcast, your one-stop shop for gaming news and reviews. How are you today, Liam? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm pretty good as well. Although I am good. tired. I've been tired recently. Most people are just tired permanently. Yeah. Um, so, this week on the pod... Actually, sh- shall we explain... Before we say what we're going to do this week, shall we talk about why we didn't do one last week? Uh, we did do one last week, it's just that it didn't go up because we were both half asleep during it, so... Yeah, we were both half asleep, and we didn't really have much interesting to talk about. It was funny because there's a lot of stuff at E3, it's just it's very difficult to know what to talk about at E3. It is. It's very hard. And Yeah. Well, we came up quite a lot. We just sounded bored the whole time. We did. It is and pretty the... boring stuff, to be fair. It was. Um, on this podcast, we more like to do stuff that's around discussions. Um, the problem with E3, it's all games, and there's little opportunity for discussions. Yeah. So... So it's kind this of week is like... probably going to be filled with discussions. Oh my, oh yes. Woo-hoo. Oh yes. So, anyway, um, this week we're going to talk, be talking about Microsoft um, and their DRM pro- pro- uh, policies being changed. Um, we're going to talk about Valve a little bit. And I've just ran out of water, so my mouth is going to be dry soon. I've got some water, but unfortunately not in the same room, so... Can you pass I it to me? I want it. He sent it to me through TeamSpeak. I'm sending it through TeamSpeak. One minute. I'm just opening up the TeamSpeak. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. What a great way to start. Oh, what's that? Is that water? It is water. <laughs> you, d- you just wrote the word water. I can't drink that. That's a word. <laughs> I'm not fiddlefish. Oh! And we've got that too. Oh, I've just been invited to the new Google Maps. Hey, new Google so, Maps. So, anyway. Anyway, so, we're going to be talking about stuff. Yes, exciting stuff today. Um, we shall start off with the Microsoft stuff. Microsoft. So, it appears that everyone being, like, really annoyed at Microsoft uh, has forced them to, like, stop all of their bullcrap. So, there's no always online requirement. Uh, you will no longer have to check in every 24 hours. Game discs will work exactly the same way as they did on the Xbox 360. Uh, internet connection is only required when initially setting up the console. All downloaded games will function the same when online or offline. No additional restrictions on trading games or loaning games. And region locks have been dropped. Um, they've also removed their family sharing policy, and there's no... If you've got the disc, you have the di- digital version of the game. Yeah. So, um, the the family sharing, I don't really care about. Um, the digital thing, not really a big deal. It's Getting all these d- crappy DRM stuff removed, I, I don't mind sacrificing the family sharing and... Um, no. Well, apparently... Apparently, the family showing is just going to be demos, like extended demos. Yeah, I just, it's, it's kind of stupid that they've had to do this, because if all of the stuff wasn't here in the first place, they would have looked so good. Yeah, I mean the console's not as good as PS4, and there is the price, well, you, which is more well, expensive. You don't know if it's not as good, do you? Uh, we. We hear from develop some developers like 
the games are going to be released on multi-platform games are going to look better on the um, PS4. We just don't know how they're going to play right now. Yeah, so. but you, you don't know if that's necessarily true yet, do you? It's imp- no, it's we... impossible to say because there has been a lot of hatreds to like hatred towards Microsoft, and I, I'm not yeah. saying any one in particular, but people might see that as a way to kind of build up their own kind of. On oh, Sony, might just be like, yeah, it's going to look better for us. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, hopefully. Well, the Xbox One's coming out late, late November. Yeah, they're both coming out in time for Christmas. It's easier just to say that. Yeah, it's coming out in time for Christmas. Um, That's in the US. So we'll ha- I don't know about the EU. Um, hopefully, same time. I would expect they would try and push out for Christmas. So I think they missed the big um release. Yeah. Well, uh, then then they'll be completely kind of screwed over because PS4 will have been released. So. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I got a bit hay fever still. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is... I, I think the damage is already done, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't going to change much, but... I know. No, At least like, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, um, apparently this was was set up before E3. So they were these changes were being implemented before E3. Um, that's why hardly anyone heard about these new deals in the conference... And the only person really to speak up about all this stuff was Major Nelson, who's the lead programmer on the Xbox One. Um, there's an interview online done by Angry Joe of YouTube fame. Of YouTube fame! Um, he does an interview with Major Nelson and he gets really defensive about the policies and how good it's all going to be. That's the only interview that actually talks in depth about the policies before before um, E3. So... People think that these were put in before E3 and then announced just after E3, which yeah. makes sense in the whole business structure. Yeah, like this wouldn't be done overnight. This is something. That well, no, because they actually have to talk to, they have to get new things written up and things. They have to talk to law people and money people and things like that. Is it worth? Is it worth losing this much money? Yeah, because to, of they have to talk dropping to servers and things. It's, no. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's, this is is a step in the right direction and and about the price people saying oh yeah the ps4 is cheaper the ps4 doesn't come with the psi so you could say that doesn't it no it's going to be sold separately oh okay we've known that for ages in fact we I, spoke I, about I, that in last week's that didn't come out liam well i was half asleep then <laughs> but yeah so that doesn't come with the eye so that that could bring the price up to the same but I mean, a lot of people won't use it, so I guess it gives people more choice. Yeah. Well, now they've done a step in the right direction, let's talk about a step in the wrong direction, shall we? <laughs> um, independence. Speak up about the Xbox One publishing deals. Basically, how the Xbox One has crap publishing deals. Hey. Um, this is because um, you have to pay... You still have to pay to put your game on there. And you have to pay for patches, and they take a percentage of money, and so on. It's always um, been like that, though, hasn't it, with Xbox? Yeah, yeah, but now they now it was the same with P PlayStation PlayStation as well, I think. But PlayStation's cut most of that for independence now. Um, so there's a few quotes here. Um, the guy who developed Retro City Rampage. Um, he talked about the brutal tactics that I put on with put on with indies. 
Um, the quote is, it's a bottleneck and it damages PR. Yeah. Um, the Phil Fish, a fishy, 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 ooh, um, quotes, pra- is praising the PS4, basically, saying it's a love orgy versus another fucking Minecraft port. Which, I don't know, that's true. Um, Oddworld's the most interesting one, because Oddworld was originally an Xbox launch game and was huge on Xbox. Now the the remake of the first game is now not going to be on any of the Xbox consoles <laughs> because Microsoft weren't interested in it. This is and just now it's ridiculous. Be... And they, finally... I can understand why Microsoft don't actually care about indies. Well, I'll explain in a second, you just... Well, no, that's my final quote. The other one doesn't have a quote. Ah, okay. He's well, just frustrated about it. People don't realise that Microsoft is a very big business and they're not Xbox is a massive part of their business mm. but they don't have the same kind of passion well, not really, they just don't really care they would, they're doing it more for just the money instead of providing entertainment which yeah. unfortunately is just how it goes sometimes, they want to make money and well, they know that indies are going to make them less money so it, it's kind of, it costs them money to host an indie game, host downloads and things like that. So from a business standpoint, it seems right for people to pay and give them a cut. In in some ways, some of these games aren't indie games. Like Oddworld is certainly not an indie game, especially the original. It's they were more double A games. Not they weren't triple A, but they were. Um, they were small team. Yeah, but it still costs Microsoft money. It doesn't matter, like whatever game it is does it you still have so, you still have to give a cut to like um, Valve if you have a game on Steam don't you yes there's yes it's free to put put games on well it was free but now it goes through Greenlight and then Valve take a tiny percentage of that yeah so that's why you get such the low deals so you're still paying for that yeah yeah but it's not you don't pay for patches either also um, yeah, but then some would argue that, again, a patch that requires like maintenance at Microsoft's end. So, again, it... that costs. In reality, that does cost the money, even if it's only a minute amount. So, they would argue, yeah, that costs us money. We have a right to charge for it. I'm not charge I, ten thousand pounds. I'm, I'm not. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just kind of explaining why. From Microsoft's standpoint, these things exist. Well, it, I, in I the think case it's of ridiculous, but yeah, yeah, in the case of Fez, it is totally ridiculous. Like that game is still broken on the Xbox because they couldn't. Well, the the thing was they said they couldn't afford it, but I'm guessing Phil Fish made a ton of money. Oh yeah, he will be able to afford it, but it's it's more yeah. kind of. I don't know. We're talking it's... about more teeny tiny indie, like like games like um, Super Meat Boy. Fairs, they make their money back probably for the f- first day um, because little money's put into these games. But if they're lucky, if you're lucky, you get a huge return. Some game, some companies do not have that luxury of having a game that is basically guaranteed to sell. Like even though people are like, "Oh, Super Meat Boy, will this game sell?" It's pretty guaranteed. There's a lot of traction towards that game. It's cheap enough. People probably buy that game. Yeah. Um, and you see, well, you, things like Fairs and Super Meat Boy already had hype. Yeah, and a lot some of, in, of successful um, Kickstarters and things like that 
have hype, but then a lot of developers don't do that, so it's well, kind of harder, and they don't make their money back. Let, let's say let's say Minecraft was first released on Xbox. That game would not be as popular now because I'm guessing Notch would not be able to afford because that game was not popular yeah. the first year. So I'm guessing that game would have disappeared if it was if it was the same policies as it is now on Xbox. But then he did a release it himself. Yeah. So. And man, many indie, indies do do it. There's a lot of one one, uh, one person team yeah. indies. Like Braid is one person. Um, yeah, yeah, A few yeah. other... Co- yeah. Uh, it, it's just... It's a crazy... They, they're basically making you pay to put games... Well, either way, Microsoft's going to make money on this. Yeah. Would you say? It's just stupid they charge so much when... They're exploiting people. Yes, when when developers now have the choice to just turn over to Sony and go, yeah, we'll go on your service instead. Yeah. Because now it's the same architecture as every other. Well, a lot of developers will kind of boycott Xbox and they just won't develop for it, which is a shame because that means a lot of... What we're seeing now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll just happen more and more if these policies continue. And it it will be a shame because it means people that are fans of the Xbox franchise and want to get an Xbox because there are people, there are kind of like diehard fans that will buy an Xbox, whatever happens. Yeah, people will buy an Xbox for the next Halo or something. Yeah, and, because and people like that, someone who buys an Xbox might miss out on a game that they really wanted to play just because the developer wouldn't put it on Xbox because it just costs too much money. You used to find this with PCs as well, like in, Indies would just go, yeah we're making um, money, we're putting our game on... Um, on Xbox because we won't we're gonna get more money off of it in the end yeah because we're not gonna get people are gonna not look out for it but then Steam got more popular and now there's Greenlight which many people are saying Greenlight's a bad it, it, well it's seen as a bad thing it somewhat is it's somewhat I, still a broken system I don't like it and I do like it it's it's kind of a re- it's not there's no system that would kind of work hundred percent though because I mean you could get a terrible game get voted up by people and then a really really good game get voted down and then never seen again yeah it, it's 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 a broken system but it's the first system really of its kind oh, on yeah, a it was, big service it's the first thing that gives like the full community because if you're a pc gamer you essentially unless you're just playing ea games or like ubisoft games and only new ones then you're then you've got steam yeah unless you're just playing something like world of warcraft but m- most people playing games on the pc will have steam Yes. So it's it, it is giving the true community the power to actually vote, but in a way it's unfair. But it's the only yeah. there's no way in, to make it fair. In in a way, there's not not enough users voting on that system, and in another way, um, well, the only well, way to Valve make more have... people vote on it is to make it a lot more kind of obnoxious and in your face, and then people get angry at it. Oh yeah. So and then people would just so... like click vote or like vote up or down without even playing the game. Yeah, so it it needs to get the system needs to get fixed, and I know they're working on it. It's just going to be very difficult for that to happen, and ev- for any any of it to get right in the but end. Don't worry, if you pay enough, you can go on Steam without going for a green light. Yeah, or you get a publisher. So either way, it's you're going to find you're going to have a service. There's a, there's enough services now for any number of teams to get on a platform and get noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can um, just like show people your game on YouTube or Reddit or something like that with social media. How it is, it's a lot easier. Yeah, to get that's how. Um, yeah, that's how Minecraft got noticed. There was, I think, it was a, one big Let's Player played it, and then it got super popular overnight. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know who first. I don't know who first. Who was the first person? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember the Let's Player's name. It was someone famous. It was before the Yorks yeah. cast. Way before the Yorks cast. But I can't remember his name. So let's move on. Um, one more thing to do with Microsoft, and that is the cloud. Explain. Explain why people are angry about this. What's going on? Well, no, it's not angry about the oh. cloud. It's it's people talk explaining the benefits of the cloud. Oh. Um, basically, bunch of first party Xbox developers saying how good the cloud is, and me as someone who knows how to program things and know how basically the internet works. Is this, and how talk- is this, is, is this talking about cloud gaming or what? It's talking about um, sent doing complicated programs through the cloud. So, for example, apparently Forza's AI system is going to be done through the cloud. What? So you're gonna have you're gonna have to have it connected that, to the internet. That just sounds fucking stupid. It's apparently SimCity had this, and then was found out not to have this. Um, so apparently in SimCity, the they would um the engine would do so much. So, would follow so many people on the client side and then the rest of the um, the population once it gets to a certain number will be done over the cloud and you'll get the data through the um, internet. Was it like that, that on SimCity for like PC, um, consoles as well? Or just PC? No, SimCity didn't come out. Didn't it? For con- no. Um, no, it turned out to well, be completely false. I just don't think something like that would work. I'm, I'm trying to think this because I'm thinking because they're saying... Oh yeah, it's far, it, It's better for us because we can do more. But thinking about it, if someone's got a 15 millisecond ping, yeah. So every 50 milliseconds, a packet goes out. Yeah. And that means a packet has to go out, asking the Microsoft servers to um to um calculate this on this game for this client. Calculates that in I don't know how. Let's say. The calculation takes about five milliseconds to do. That needs to then get sent back on another 15, 15 millisecond ping. That's a second. That's a lot of. Compared with a um, CPU, that's a lifetime. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily how it works, considering the fact that something like. I don't know, something like World of Warcraft or something like that just goes seamlessly. I know a lot of it is um, client side. Client side. But then you think when you stream videos and things like that, that's a massive file that's coming through very quickly because mm. it isn't just to do with ping. But there's still near, also... there's still latency from if you what if you're doing it live and then looking at stream this on stream, there's still like a but few seconds. But it's also to latency. do with data bandwidth because yeah. you can send a lot more data than just one packet at a time. It's yeah. it's not necessarily just. Because a ping is just a measure, it's just a measurement, a ping test. Mm. It isn't like yeah. a necessary like representation of how much data you can get through and how long it's going to take. Yeah. I so do, I th- th- I th- this could be seamless or it could be crap. And if you have a laggy internet connection or it's like stormy outside, you, you could yeah. end up with like a car crashing and then jumping out. But it, it depends on how much of it is actually done. I could see something like this working really well on a PC, but not necessarily on a console. I don't... Well, the only thing I could think that would do this well is really like... I'm trying to think of situations where processing something on a server and being, that being sent back to the client side. I'm trying to think, figure out what would be 
the best thing because AI doesn't seem like it would work properly because AI has to be almost instantaneous for it to work properly. Like imagine a fighting game where the opponent can't block because it it can't calculate the um what you're doing in time. That server is going to be extremely powerful though. Yeah. I just I don't know that this obviously has to work otherwise they wouldn't be talking about it so much and they wouldn't be it's doing just, it. They talk about it very va- vaguely and there's no tech specs for anyone. Like no indies have been able to get this. You have to be first party to get get um any demos of the um But then we we, of... we have see- I mean cloud gaming like um I can never remember the name of the service that failed. Oh, on live. Yeah, that that worked, ish. You could you could play games, ish. Uh, but, it never but, officially came over to the UK, so I've ne- never played it. But then you are streaming a whole game. Then hmm. you can stream incredibly but, fast. I don't, I don't see why the data wouldn't come through. It's, it's just because even with something like World of Warcraft, or an MMO, or just any online game like Call of Duty. There's hmm. still a hell of a lot of calculations that need to be done. Think about how much they need to calculate for a bullet that travels through the that's air. All done cal- that's all done through clients. Yeah, but then it? they still have and to then... send that data. So there's still the calculation time and then sending that data, and it's still instant, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm just trying to figure out if if that is different to doing something like lighting or AI or anything else in-game, because, because the... The map and everything on a multiplayer game like Call of Duty, everything like models and everything are done through um, client side. Yeah. The only thing that's done through internet is is a rate raycast of your reticle to the player and where it's pointing at. So. Yeah, but there are other things going on as well that aren't just that. Like it, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. translates movement and things like that as well, so that yeah, other yeah. players <sighs> can see you move and things like that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of a. You are getting way a hell of it, a lot of information. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a way to put it through audio, and not do it through a drawing or anything like that. I'm trying to th- because I'm thinking of a way like it's a dot, like the map for the server to see it. It's like a map, and there's little dots all around the map. That's the player in data form. Yeah. And all you're seeing is that all the server seeing is ray is the data of the raycast. Yeah. Grenades being thrown, the movement where the player is in relation of the map, and if there's if there's like something like a like a um, knife attack or anything like that happening happening on the map, it it's complex to explain in audio without any sort of um. Well, it's not. You've just explained Mm -hmm. it quite easily, but that's still a hell of a lot of data. It's still a hell of a lot of data. I haven't explained it that well though. It's considering that something like Call of Duty has like. A lot of people playing at one time, a lot of data yeah. going about. And, is it thirty-two players? Oh, I don't know, but the servers are still populated by the, it. Isn't just one match on one server, is it? Hmm. They're going to have yeah. quite a few on one server, and that is yeah. still a hell of a lot of data to be moved. Well, and I mean, they wouldn't be doing this. Like Microsoft wouldn't be doing this unless they knew that it could work, because it's so much money that they're. That they'll be putting into the development of things like this, and if it fails, that's all of that money blown down the drain. Yeah. Um, well, they've they've blown down a hell of a lot of money through their DRM for this, so they've probably got a hell of more free servers now. Yeah, because... but that 
that wasn't down to it not working. That was down to like the community response. Oh no, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying because it didn't it wasn't working. I was just saying because of the community now they've got all these free servers that could be made into the um, processing servers. Well, they're, they're, they they're using don't... their same server network. They're three hundred thousand servers mm. to do. That's just their Xbox Live servers. They'll be using the same things. But yeah. I, I just this. I don't see how this wouldn't work. NVIDIA's already done things similar with, like, yeah, we... massive streaming to smartphones and things, like streaming Skyrim to a phone and being able to play it like, a but, decent FPS. But, but but the PC's still in the same room. No, that's with the Shield. This is something different that I'm talking about. This isn't a, th- oh, well, this isn't a thing that exists. Well, it exists, but it's not a... It's, they're not it putting been, out yet. It, has it been demoed? It's been demoed, right? yeah. Okay, it's just... As someone who, I I would as someone who who's a programmer, I wouldn't be I wouldn't find it reliable writing these writing this code, or I'd be very conscious of how well I've written this code, how efficient it is, because anything wrong with the code, you're gonna have latency, and then well, yeah. it's not gonna work properly. Well, yeah, but uh, mm. that's why they'll be putting an awful lot of money into this. I I hope it's not gonna be something like the Connect where it works and like. Well, eighty percent of the time. Yeah, I don't know that this. We're able to stream things quite well, and with hmm. the internet going how it is, and we live in England, and like compared to the rest of the world, our internet is shit. What compared to a lot of other places in the world? Well, so I can, well, I, I can imagine in other places this working quite well. Yeah, I don't think you would need like fiber broadband, but. You could probably do it with a normal internet connection, considering what you can stream on a normal internet connection. Yeah, we. I don't know the Dota video we put on our YouTube channel was that four that four eighty was that seven twenty. But there was still okay. That it wasn't. I wouldn't say that was proper seven twenty though, because there was still problems with color depth. And well, it's seven twenty because there's <laughs> twelve eighty by seven twenty pixels. It's yeah. It's it's just the bitrate was low because I couldn't stream that much but yeah. that's streaming to bit like those servers and that's kind of different as well because you're yeah, actually streaming you, like a gameplay video that, ha- yeah, that streaming, still has to be put that still has to be rendered and things like that yeah you're streaming you're streaming megabytes even gigabytes well megabytes a second um, data's probably going to be kilobytes a second some data's going to be kilobytes but that that's completely different to just like streaming. You're streaming a video file. Yeah, you, you, yeah. So when you're streaming to, to a code. to a massively busy server. Yeah, well, you're going to be streaming code to a um, massively bu- busy server. It's it's going to be slightly. It's going to be a lot different. It's just trying to put your head around examples, and we haven't seen this demoed at all. We don't know how this works properly. We're hearing from developers. Um, most developers like it. Um, some developers don't. Um, Jonathan Blow, who is working on The Witness, he was talking about how um, how uh, Microsoft um, talking about virtual servers isn't doesn't doesn't um, doesn't what's the word? Um, it doesn't mean anything. Well, they're Ten thousand. S- they're saying that this will make it a lot easier for developers and things, and that the games will be able to be bigger and things like that. Obviously. They're very confident about this. They're very confident yet very vague. That's the problem, though. Yeah, but that's probably because they don't want to give out too information, too much information too quickly. 
Yeah. Um, because that like, kind of ruins hype and things. Doing that, people get ruins... people get used to the idea of it by then, and there is probably stuff that they can't talk about yet because if this isn't it isn't finalized, can change yeah. really quickly. Something yeah. can change in a day. Hmm. Um. Sony say they they have cut and well, of course they have cut. Sony has compatibility with clouds, any cloud service, um, any console. It could have cloud service. Um, it just matters of their network card or what other chips they're going to be put, putting into their um, consoles. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know entirely what's in the innards of an Xbox. If they have any specialized chips for calculating network networking or anything, um, I, I haven't heard anything about that. Um, Sony, I think, just have a plain. Net, well, network card card to their architecture. They don't have anything specialized in that. Yeah. But they they do have a cloud st- service to stream PlayStation One. It's placed yeah PlayStation One games and PlayStation Has Two games. Has that been finalized now? Yeah, the Xbox One and Two have been finalized. Xbox Three get, is going to come down the line. You what? Well, they, oh, they, they, oh, sorry, you really confused me. Then you said Xbox. But did I? Yeah. Oh, it's it's late. It's because it's called the Xbox One. Yeah. It's really confusing, it's, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. so I, I'm I'm going to be amazed when they actually because they've said yeah we're going to get our 4K movie like streaming service up and running. They've said like yeah, yeah we're going to try and do that. I'll be amazed if they manage to do that in the next few years. Well, there there are internet companies now complaining about Netflix doing some 4K stuff or close to 4K stuff with their Ultra HD. Yeah, like so, like um, some services in America actually turned down bandwidth on their client, client on their clients. Um, on well, cli- that, that's the problem. Service. That's one of the main problems of this. You need incredibly fast internet, and a lot of internet service providers at the moment can't support that because it, well, you it, need quite- well, it costs a hell of a lot of money to set up that infrastructure, and they can't just refresh that. They can't just like build a whole infrastructure every few years just to keep up with it. They have to do it slowly. It's, it is a slow process, hmm. and a lot of them, a lot of internet service providers have been complete idiots and overpopulated their networks. Yeah, so, which makes it even harder because you you can't just keep. It's really difficult to migrate people from servers and things like that, so you can upgrade and things like that. What I'm hoping is we don't have something like SimCity where. Everyone, if if the server goes down, the whole game is not playable, even single player games, because it, like something like the AI. Well, they said that or, the, they said that the Xbox doesn't need online anymore. So. No, the on well doesn't need it for DRM. It, it may need it for certain games. Well, it it says like, well that's certain games then. That's like the developer's choice, isn't it? Yes, yeah, developer's choice. I just hope that doesn't. That's if like the nothing ser- to do with Xbox. That could happen on PlayStation as well, and well, it does happen on PC. Yeah. And well, there will I'm be just games saying... like that. I mean, I can name one right now, which is Elder Scrolls Online. Hmm? What, what's happened with Elder Scrolls Online? That's going to be on Xbox and PS4, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I'm, I haven't been following um, Elder Scrolls. But, yeah, so, so something like that would be affected massively by that, wouldn't it? Well, something like a single-player game that needs needs um, server stuff to calculate, something like AI, that's what I'm worried about. If, if a if like because it's all going to go through Xbox Live. Yeah. So if Xbox Live goes down for even a day, you won't be able to play certain single player games because 
the AI or the phys well not the physicists because that's going to be too complex to do through um, cloud servers. They have like, a hell of a lot of servers, and they're placing them in different locations. It's not just like a massive warehouse full of servers. So if one group goes down, they'll just migrate you to another one quickly. Well, that's what they said. Well, that's what uh, Sony did. But last was it last year or two years? Actually, longer than two years ago, when the PlayStation Network went down for a month. Yeah, but that's because of hacking, wasn't it? Yeah, even still. Yeah, but even that's if still due to hacking. They have to secure it before they can put it back up again. That's completely different. Yeah, but still, if that if that it still put the network down. Yeah, but that's not their fault, is it? No, I'm not saying it is, I'm not saying that if it's their fault. I'm just saying if the service does go down, then they won't be able to play single player games. I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm just saying if that happens, then you won't be able to play single player games. But I doubt they'll actually do this with, like, most games. Because most developers won't be able to afford to do that, or would want to pay the money to do it. I don't... Because well, if if, if a developer, know. like, say Treyarch, wants to make a new Call of Duty Black Ops game, then hmm. they would have to develop it differently for PC and PS4. I and then think... have to change a load of shit. Like, it, it would be harder to port and things like that. Well, because Titanfall's be... gonna, yeah. Titanfall's gonna have cloud service, and that's going on PC as well. Yeah, and they're yeah, all gonna that, see. Um, that's one developer. Uh, there's there's ton. Um, I'm trying to find another example on here. Because, trying to find, but yeah, Titanfall's one of, one of the ones, and that's using Source Engine, which I'm still amazed that this cloud stuff is gonna be able to be done through Source, and any of the stuff really on Titanfall is gonna be done through the Source Engine. But this it, is it's it's things like, and they're probably might actually... I don't know, It's this is such a big article, I can't be bothered to read it. They'll pro Battlefield 4's going to have, apparently, cloud stuff. They'll probably sort it out so that it will kind of... Because the game is just going to come on a disc, isn't it? And they said that you don't need to be always online and things like that. You're probably able just to play the game normally, and this will be something to make it run faster and things like that. Yeah. Because I, d I, d I don't see why they would bother doing that. Like, as the sole thing. I, I don't... We haven't heard enough about this software yet. And it's it's, it's... it's an issue now for small developers and for us trying to explain it, basically. So, hopefully by middle... Near the end of the year, we'll know everything about this. And be able to do a proper diagnosis of the service. But right now, I think we should move on. Yeah, I'm kind of bored of Microsoft at the moment. Well, that's because we've... Well, the good thing is we've done all the Microsoft stuff. We're now going on to Valve, which you don't care about, but still I do. Um, we've had... You care about the fact that they were hacked. They... Well, it wasn't really hacked. Um, what happened is there was an exploit in their bugging service, their, their project service and their bug tracing service which um one minute my Firefox has gone down no <laughs> um, I, so I can't go into detail right now but what happened is they, they go into their um so into their um program they use for tracking bugs in their games and all of the stuff and some of the project project files uh, for databases, basically. It was a database service that had all their projects in. Their databases have been leaked. Yeah. Also, all 791 projects that Valve are working on and have ever worked on have been leaked. 
This includes Star- Stars of Blood, which is a cancelled game from last year, which was going to be set in space. Um, using one minute, uh, it's shockwave. Whoa. That's the problem. Loads of like, so, loads of um, like staff members' email addresses and things have gone out as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, no, 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 no. Their all their email stuff is still is open for anyone to email. Ah, okay. It's it's one of the things Valve do. That you can email any anyone at Valve. Um, yeah. So, um, Return to Ravenholm, which was technically called Episode Four, which was done by Arcane Studios, the developers who were working on um, who worked on um, Dishonored. They were working on a. There's a hell of a lot of stuff for Left 4 Dead 3, isn't there? Yeah, Left 4 Dead 3 is probably going to be their next game, looking at well, the way. It, 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 it seems the... like they're. I mean, they're doing audio and things like that. Yeah, it's got. There's more more stuff about um, Left 4 Dead 3 than there is about Half Life 3. Oh, there are only 49 people in the company working on Half Life 3 out of um, out of all of 300 people. Yeah. Um, some of these men, some of the people in the have have left Valve. We're not sure if they're still working on it because Kelly Bailey, who was the sound designer on the first two games, he he made all the sound, he did all the music for the games. He left Valve for going independent, but he said he was he was going to return for one more project, which is presumably Half Life Three. Yeah. So we don't know how often these are these are updated. These are all up to date because there's. People from there's in the Half Life in the Half Life One, there are new staff members from a month ago added in there. Have has um, Valve said anything about this? No, they kept it quiet. There's also stuff about Half Life Three, the J.J. Abrams movie. J.J. Abrams, who's what who is doing the Star Trek movies and the Star Wars movies, he was working on a he was there were talks about him working on a Half Life movie or a Portal movie. Um, in these files, it looks like he's doing a Half-Life movie now. So after Star Wars, he's going to be moving on to a Half-Life movie. There is hardware and hardware, hardware core, which is the Steam box. Um, the the Steam MMO, which I'm guessing is what the um, trading system is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be a meta MMO in the Steam service, which sounds cool, actually. It does. Because I've I've been somewhat enjoyed the um, trading card. I've kind of after getting a few badges, I've kind of like stopped because I don't. Not enough games it. are supported yet, so it's kind of just like right now. They added they added a few every week. They've added yeah. they add five a week, so it's getting there. Yeah. Um, Eventually, it'd be nice if like most games would support it. Yeah. Because it it, um, it can't be something that's actually hard to do. No, no. It, well, you have to put put art in there, and you have to code it and work out if it's a free-to-play game. How how often the player has to play it, well, they or how much? It, it wouldn't really be the developer coding it, would it? Valve could code that through Steam, couldn't they? Like, because it's down to like playtime and things like that. And Valve, it's... Valve like stores all of that data, don't they? I think so. Yes, most of it's done through Valve. Some of it's done through the. Um... Well, like they would have to do all the artwork and things, but. Yeah. And it'd be nice to see yeah. once they get more. It'd just be nice to see when they get more developers on board with this and see how it goes. Most of the indies that pick that pick this up, like FTL's been picking it up, and other indie developers, Super Meat well, Boy, we can, and... well, we can do a hell of a lot for an indie developer. 
something like this. Because yeah. it's publicity, isn't it? It's publicity and it keeps the game alive if it's multiplayer. Yeah. Um, a few more. Shall I? I'll just go through a few more projects. F Stop, which was the original Portal Two. It it was the game that didn't have any portals in it, no Glados and no shell. It was the prequel, going to be the prequel to um, Portal. Um, it was going to concert. Well, F Stop is a scientific theory on how light works. So we don't know anything about this game except it was shelved back in early two thousand and nine before they reworked Portal into what Portal 2 is today. Um, Portals, basically. Um, Piston is on there. Um, a few games we've never heard of, like Cries Unheard, Microbe Wars, and The, Gra- the Grange. A lot of this um, stuff could just be, like, nothing, though. The Grange is a one-person... Apparently, from someone in Valve, The Grange is just a one-person team. Oh, okay. Um, working on a small game. Cries and Herd and Micro Wars, we have no idea about that. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like a few of these things are just kind of like prototype things for testing and stuff like that. Yeah. Like given code um, names and stuff like that, because it, it helps to have a populated database where a lot of it's populated by stuff that doesn't matter. Because it, yeah, it like, makes, I... like, everyone's heard of, like, Half-Life 3. And if they see something yeah. they haven't heard of, it makes them focus on that, doesn't it? Like, Gay Ben. Which is Gabe Null's um, name on the internet, Gay Ben. And there's Wob 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 and Yo Dog. <laughs> Those are fake groups in within Valve. Um, Source Two has been mentioned, but we know about Source Two and Half Life Three, which we've gone over slightly. Which has been actually there's some stuff in Code Now, which in stuff like the Source Movie Maker, which is called, which was originally called Left 4 Dead Hybrid, which we presume would be a game using the Source 1 and the Source 2 code. Liam is absolutely adamant that all of this leaked data isn't Valve's fault. When Um, they're the ones who It was confirmed not... You are? They're not, it's not, it was confirmed not Valve's fault. It was because the the company who, um, the server company went out and apologised. Yeah, but they're still choosing to use an outside server company. They're th- every company. Yeah. So most people use an outside yeah. company. It's, bug- it's, it's still their they, choice, they, isn't it? Yeah, it's still... Well, everyone want, needs a bug tracing service. Yeah, but it's, it's still their every- choice. That yeah. <laughs> it's, it's as if, if this had happened, but it was, like, actual people's data, like bank accounts, details, and things like that. You would hear a lot more about this. Oh, yeah, and it would be Steve, it would be Valve's fault then, wouldn't it? Y- yeah. Uh, well, that has happened before, but it was... Well, their, their servers were logged into on Steam. It was, uh, it was for the Steam forums, which is different from the Steam, yeah. Steam stuff. Um, that, but everything was encrypted and nothing was stolen. No. Well... So... But I I don't don't think this stuff needs to be um, encrypted or anything. This is this is on the scale of things that are, that could be bad. This is on the school, small scale. Oh yeah, well, there could have been a lot more information. It could have been something like the um, UPlay hack, where people actually managed to get access to gate like unreleased games and things. Yeah, I mean something like that is a lot worse, a lot more damaging to a hmm. company. 
something like this, yeah. people are just like, like most of the stuff we've heard about already anyway, or kind of knew that it was going to happen eventually. Yeah, the interesting thing is how many people are working on Half-Life 3. Um, it just it just looks compared like... Compared with other projects. It does look like it's kind of either early in development or they're not really bothering with it. Um, 49 people have 300. It's th I think it's the third biggest project in that files server. Um, the other stuff... The, the second one... Well, yes, the next biggest one. There's people working on it. Yeah. That's the third. That's the third biggest yeah. one in there. But there's um, only one group as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So they could I've, still be kind of like dividing the group and things. There's another one called Episode Three, which is probably one before 2009 or 2010. Yeah. Because that's when we got a load of leaked, not leaked concept art, but concept art was given to the community saying, "Yeah, this is what the game was." Some, what the game was going to look like before we completely rework, reworked it. Um, Half-Life 3, um, the guess is that it's either in early development for next year, middle development is completely scrapped, and this is an old... This is just an old um, database file. And they're now working on um, Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah. Which, seeing how Left 4 Dead 2... Got everybody up in arms about about the game that nobody wanted, and then it came out. Then everyone wanted it um, because that episode that um, Left 4 Dead 2 came out a year after Left 4 Dead 1, and everyone and it was just around the t time where Episode 3 was still a possibility and not just Half Life 3. Yeah. So so everyone got angry, and there was like. Um, and in reality, Left 4 Dead 2 wasn't that much different. It added it added a lot of things engine wise and gameplay wise, but in the end, it yeah, but there are a lot of people that actually care, do they? I think the additions justify the price in the end, but when it was in development, people were still worrying about being a forty pound game. But in the end, it wasn't a forty pound game. I don't think they could charge that much for it. No, it's still a fun game. A yeah. lot of people, the, the communities. There is still a community, but it's not huge. It's tiny compared with other um, source games and stuff like that. Um, but that's enough. I want to talk about the database stuff. The next thing I want to talk about is the sharing service that Steam's been hinted at. So this week, a new beta was up. The, the Steam beta was updated. And some of the stuff added was a few binaries talking about a shared game library, library and oh, pardon me, and a few other things to do with sharing games. Um, right now, it seems similar to what Xbox was going to do. So you share it with a, with a friend, and they have it for a certain amount of time. Um, it seems like a cool, very cool idea. And actually, will work unlike what it would do for the for the um, Xbox because Steam is all um, digital and can easily be, can be shared easily, and there's no no worries about being anything being lost or just or anything physical wise. I don't think a lot of developers would be happy with this. Um, well, I think it's going to be like the trading card system. Like you've got to set up a certain amount how much how much time you can 
again can be shared. Like companies, I can see doing this are Indies, Paradox, Valve, and maybe a few other smaller companies. I don't know. I just, I'm not sure. Things like this, I, I would rather just see a proper market come into place where people can actually sell their games. That would get everyone. Well, it wouldn't. There would have to be a huge. It wouldn't be like there. It would like screw it is up now everything. It would screw up literally everything, but it would just stop new games being bought. And the only way that they could really do it is say, well, if you want to sell this, you've got to sell it like at the price the new game is sold for. Well, then I would see it being like the marketplace. Because the marketplace, a certain amount goes to Valve. Yeah. Because it's all Valve games right now because it's in beta. And a certain amount goes to you. So the trading card stuff. Yeah, but like, yeah, but for a whole game, selling a whole game, Liam. <laughs> how would they manage to actually pull that off? Because, like, just just think, it'd be really hard for developers to actually sell their games. Yeah. Well, think about how many games you don't well, play that are on your Steam list. Exactly. I have two times. How games many of those play. would you love to sell? Um, you got like well, four hundred games or something, haven't you? Yes. You could probably like yeah, sell. You like could that. probably like sell three hundred of them and be happy with that. Some games on there, I'm hoping one day to go back to. Other games, I would like. There's a folder I have here called "Games Never to Play Again." The 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 games consist of Brink, um, Sid the Dummy, which was a which was a game I reviewed many years ago, which was terrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible game. Death, Sex, Invisible War, and I don't know why, but Swords and Soldiers have been in that, and I don't think I've ever played that game. <laughs> you just, but you yeah, just there gave are... up before you even played it. It looks horrible. Um, like there, there are games in 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 Steam that look appealing, but then you see the download size, and you're like, ugh, I can't. Be... I don't really want to play this game for another hour waiting. Um, selling it. I'm not one who's like I don't play I don't play this game I'm going to sell it I'm not that kind of person being at Steam it's still in my library and being a PC we're probably going to see this games like these supported for a lot longer than Xbox and stuff yeah so other people probably will sell their games I'm just thinking because T- Team Fortress still um, sells certain items it the the items are slightly less than the game itself. Slightly less than the um, items themselves in the official marketplace. Yeah. A certain percentage still goes to Valve. And the thing is, selling a whole game like that, that, that's different. They don't need to make money from stuff being made on TF2. If you're doing that, if a whole game is being sold, that means, essentially, instead of, like, whoever, like, Bethesda or whatever getting... 30, like 60 quid for two two copies sold, they're getting 30 quid and two people are able to play it. And the rest of the money's going elsewhere, or they're getting less. Because on a, a digital product doesn't degrade. We're talking... Well, I just realised we're talking hypothetical here, because the, the things hinted in the Steam binary file is nothing to do with this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But the thing, Steve, like, it's been hinted is, like, barely anything anyway. I don't think a sharing service would work at all, in my opinion. I just don't think it's a very good idea. Like, it, it's something nice to be there, I think. Yeah, but it can make it a lot harder. Harder for what? For the developers. If it's a half... Well, let's say it's a half... It could be anywhere from a half an hour demo to a two-day two day borrowing. It's up to the developers. And let's face it, what games have you seen on Steam that, like... Oh, that game looks good. Um, I don't have the money for it right now. I wish there was a demo. Yeah, yeah. I've done there, that. There are games... It's, it's still, I just don't think it would work very well. I think it would get a few people to buy to buy the game if they played it for a while. It can shove like like um a game like uh Dead Island. Some people love it, some people hate it. I love Dead Island. Yeah, so exactly. So um someone who plays Dead Island like if you played Dead Island for a day if, on a sharing if on Steam sharing, would you still buy it? I never bought it, but yeah, I would buy it. I wouldn't need to play an hour of it. I bought it because I saw the picture on the case and it looked freaking awesome. <laughs> but that's the reason why I got it originally, because I was like, well, this game looks okay, freaking um, mashing zombies in a tropical paradise. I, I can't really say that's a bad example, but anyway... <laughs> you chose the example. Anyway, we've talked about this for too long. Um, it's now reaching an hour, so let's end it here. Garbage. Okay, so... Thank you for listening to the Great Garbison podcast number 16. Yuck. If you've got any questions, you can email at greatgarbison at gmail.com. And you should also check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash user forward slash greatgarbison or youtube.com forward slash greatgarbison. Uh, that's all. There's not going to be one next week. Okay, um, this is like... buggered off gallivanting in a field. Yeah, so next week on the YouTube channel, there's, gonna, there's not going to be much from... There hasn't been Actually... much this week, though, because I've been busy. Yeah, so so this this week is just going to be me. I'll be doing videos over Twitch, um, so the quality will go down. Um, there will also be at least one normal video. There's, well, there's going to be a World of Warcraft video, and there will probably be a um, uh, Orcs Must Die video. Yeah, so expect that. I will um, I will be doing videos. I don't know what I'm going to be playing right now. I may do some. Um, Lego Lord of the Rings, I may do some Knights of Pen and Paper, or I may just play, I'm, I'm not going to be, may, I may not be doing um, multiplayer games because I don't know how how the ping is going to be and how well sending sending um, stuff through Twitch whilst playing a multiplayer game is going to be. So, expect... I did it with Dota, it was fine. Well, it was just, it was me host, hosting it though. It was yeah, just... it's not you hosting it, is it? It's um, Valve hosting it. No, 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 my, that one was my, me hosting. Was it? You don't host Dota, though, do you? You, 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 you host... You just open a party. Yeah, you, you, ho you host Dota locally when just doing it with bots. Yeah, but you weren't just doing it with bots. We were. Well, no, yeah, it was... you were doing it with me. Yeah, it was still doing it locally. It's like, if it's doing it... If it's practicing with bots and there's another person in there, it's still local server. Then... None of your servers run that smooth, though. It, well, no, it's several ones. Um, that's, I yeah, but not with that ping. I I didn't. I never saw this ping. There's no ping on Dota. 
Yeah, but you can kind of tell, can't you? Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, Dota runs extremely well, so I don't know the technicality of it. I'm, I'm, I'm on the Dota forums. It's all done locally. It says. That's why I've looked on the Dota when when people are talking about this on the Dota subreddit and stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. So expect mostly single player stuff, maybe multiplayer stuff. You may hear from some. I may get someone else to do a video with me. I'm not sure yet. Um, we'll just wait and see. But you will definitely see some stuff from me. Just me. Just so, you. Enjoy you? the world of commentating on your own, bitch. On, commentating on my own and editing through the YouTube stuff because I'm not going to download the Twitch footage. Well, I may well, do. I'm not too sure. You wouldn't really have to. If you're using XSplit, you don't have to edit it, Liam. I know. So, I just have to go. I just have to be like a director on a TV, on a live TV show. To camera two, to camera one, to camera three. But you're only going to have one camera. I'm going to have two cameras. I'm going to have the one camera of the intro and the second one of the gameplay. I need to give you the intro. Okay, yeah. so thank you for listening to the Greg Arbson Podcast. See you in two weeks' time, everyone. Oh, wait, one week? Oh, yeah, two weeks. All right. Idiot.